It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Okay. So today is November 29, 2018. Carrie, do you have any uh, I don't know, lessons or stories or anything for us tonight? Or I updates? do. I want to tell I have a, a couple of stories to tell you. Okay. Okay. One of them is we went to the tax court, got our orders. Then we went um, to uh, got certified copies. In the meantime, the IRS sold it, came by and was selling this guy's house. They they said that they they have a they owe him money, so they're going to take his house because he won't pay and won't file. He took his court order and and he took uh, his. Uh, motion from the respondent filed it at in the court where they were the 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 united states district court where they were going to give the irs the ability to take the house well they didn't take his house they didn't sell it and um another guy he's been fighting this off for a long time they they uh, tagged his house. They were going to go ahead and do the sale. And, you know, they put the sticker on the front. We filed it there, and they pulled the sticker. So they didn't sell his either. Huh. Wow. So where the problem is, you got to understand what you have and just think it through. But anyways, that's what we did on those two. That was just last week or so. Wow. Anybody have any questions? If you have any questions, hit star two on your phone, and that will raise your hand, and we'll call on you. Star two. Paula. Nothing. Well, nothing tonight. Paula, go ahead. Hi, Carrie. Um, were these are people you? that have been, I'm doing well, how are you? Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> Good. So were these people that have um, have had processes with the, um, in with the IRS for quite some time? Yes. Where they were able yes. to? Well, they had time to do it, but what happened was the IRS went after their house and, and uh, in court, what happened on the second one, uh, they, they, uh, the court uh, ruled that, that he, he, what his, what he, okay, what the judge said was, um, I'm giving him a motion to dismiss your case with prejudice. So they dismissed the case with prejudice. That means they can't come back. And the funny part about it is, the reason 
it, they're starting to turn is if you look at your court order, it's, uh, there's a motion that goes with it. That motion is written by an attorney, and then he signs the motion. So the very same guy that put in the motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction was the guy that wrote the motion to take the guy's house for the money judgment. So the judge just said, the judge basically said, if you didn't have, you don't have jurisdiction. That's uh, so we're going to dismiss this case, which was the IRS's case for lack of jurisdiction. Well, then the attorney said, well, we do have jurisdiction. He said, how could you not? How can you have it today and yet you didn't have it? You know, three months ago, because the, he wrote the order that said dismiss the case. So we're seeing that more and more. Because uh, what happens is the attorneys that write your mo- the, the motion, they write the motion from um, local. It's usually local. So that would be the same attorneys, the same attorney that would put in them to take the house. So anyway, that's what happened. Does that, did that answer your question? It does. And how, does the IRS have to, does it have to be over a certain amount for them to go after your property like that? Well, you'd have to ask them that. I don't know. See, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have anything to do with their side. You know, they're. You know, they. I guess they could take your house for a dollar if they wanted to. Because, um, you know, but if they don't, you know, I would think it would be. But, but I don't know. You, you know, the, the, there's a lot of things they can't do, but they do anyway. So, you know, I don't know the answer to that. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Oh, no problem. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you. Thanks, Paula. Okay, anybody else? Hit star two to raise your hand. Can you hear me? I did. Okay. See a little icon here. Okay, Uh, let's see here. Wow. Hey folks, uh, all right, so let's talk about um, what to do once somebody has their order. Once they have their tax court order, what can they do? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, well, there's a lot of things they can do. But they can get, you know, their lien levy pulled. Um, I came up with a new way to use the one two two seven seven form. Is that the one you're talking about? Uh, no, not the form, but maybe. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell them. Uh, but well, but, that's, but that's all right. We, we, all right. We got a one two two seven seven form that we're starting to hone in on. Because they they're the way they they answered it a couple of times has thrown me into a I got an idea we're gonna and so we're trying that and then if 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 you think about it hard enough and talk to Tad about it he might tell you how to uh, get your money back that they took is that the one you're talking about yeah and so there's a way I think to um, Go back to the court and uh, and uh, get your uh, money back. 
so oh. we have a hand raised, 415 area code. Go ahead. 415, okay. Carrie, how you doing? Mario here. I'm good. All right. Where's 415 um, at? In the Bay Area, San Francisco Bay. Oh, out there in California. Okay, go ahead. Where, the, where we have the good weather. I'm sure you guys are in the snow or somewhere out there. No, we're in Texas. It's about. It's not. It's not. It doesn't snow here very often, but it does snow every so often, but not very often. Well, it's kind of raining here, but it's okay. Um, you know, I've got my um, out of the jurisdiction uh, letter for uh, notice of deficiency, no notice of determination, and I ran into a um, well. They've been. Uh, I've been wanting to come up with letters to stop these. Uh, rogue agents from actually taking administrative action without a court order. Now, that's very important, administrative action without a court order, because uh, code section, um, what is it, uh, 46, I'm sorry, 6303A, it basically, the Fifth Circuit has held that the government's failure to notify under 6303 section A it cuts off the government's administrative lien or levy process in non-judicial remedies. And also the 10th Circuit and also the Supreme Court, the 11th Circuit, 6th Circuit, 10th, 6th Circuit, basically has addressed that question when the IRS fails to send out notices in demand. Mind you, notices in demand, which is the notice of determination. These cases are generally uh, held that the, the failure to send the notice in demand does not invalidate the underlying assessment, but rather prevents the federal tax lien or collection uh, endeavors from coming into existence and prevents the IRS from taking administrative action without an additional court order. So I'm trying to come up with these letters so that I can use that, um, that six sections, uh, Title 26-6303, Section A, which cuts off the administrative process without a court order. Uh, do you have any letters or something to stop these rogue agents from continuing its collection process without this, this uh, court order? Because in reality, we are toothless with just the uh, – uh, tax court order uh, statement telling us that um, uh, you have you're not you have we have no we the tax court have no jurisdiction so therefore you're out on your own. Of course, I've sent this well, letter out to my bank and my bank has honored what I've said in the in in my argument, which is the the section sixty three or three section A. They said you're right. We have this uh, we have this court order from tax court, so therefore we will not send any additional documents administratively to the, IR, the rogue IRS agent because you have fulfilled your section, which is my part of the, of the uh, jurisdictional issue, they've honored it. But that doesn't stop the counties from uh, putting uh, the levy. It doesn't stop uh, – it might stop not stop anyone that then doesn't really have any legal background, such as in this case Bank of America. They've honored it. They said, yep, you're right. We're not going to do what the IRS wants, which is a summons and subpoena for your records. We're not going to send to them because you've complied with your side. Now they, they shifted it over to the uh, rogue IRS agent to comply to combat the – jurisdictional issue 
So do you have any letters? I've noticed that so you have a lot of letters that in your uh, website, which denotes the IRS Form 12, 12.2277, which, by the way, that's an area we could use that Section 6303, Section A. That's one area that could be applied as one of the arguments why this levy is not valid unless it's rendered with a court order based on the jurisdictional issue. Okay. I'm done. Now you want me to answer? <laughs> That's okay. You are you yeah. ready for an answer? Okay. Ready for an answer. Would you, okay. Would you get your um, motion that the attorney wrote that triggered the, the uh, order that the court wrote? Get both of those, and when you have them, let me know, and I want to show you where uh, – uh, you're showing, you're going to a knife fight with a gun, bud. But uh, go ahead and get it pulled, and when you get it, come back, and I'm gonna have your. Do you have it? Uh, the 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 tax court jurisdictional uh, order. Yes, yes, but the yes, order, but there's but the okay, but the attorney wrote a motion to generate that order. So that is true. To, yes. Okay, I want you need both of those. If you get both of those, come back and I'm going to tell you uh, what you have in your hand is 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 the most powerful thing you've ever seen. But after you get it, come back and let me know you're back. Okay? Yeah, because I'm I'm looking at this uh, withdrawing of liens. Of course, they're very biased in how they. they okay, you don't. Pull it's it, not. Wait, stop. Do, stop. do you have don't. your order with you right now? Yes or no? Yes, I do have my order. Is it in yeah, front of you? you? Uh, let me pull it right back up. Um, That's what he's asking you to do. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought he wanted me to send it to him. Okay. No, no. Uh, I, I've got, I, I, I can see it. I can just go online and get it if I wanted it. Okay. Uh, yes, I haven't. Read that. Uh, Jesus, what did I do with it? Uh, I have no idea. Um, yeah, no, no. I know you had no idea. I just had it in front of me. Um, I'm sorry. Just go ahead. Tell me, I guess. I guess tell me what to do with it or go ahead and tell me because okay. I can't. I want you to read it. Yeah, I wanted you to read it because I wanted to point something out to you. And and then you also got a, from the court, you got a motion that the IRS's attorney gave to the court so it could generate that uh order well what i do have in front of me is basically the uh the order itself and i'll read it out for you and i'll keep right. my name and docket number off because of uh, obvious exactly reasons. that i was going to tell you please do that that's great okay basically it states that um that the order of dismissal for lack of jurisdiction on January 5th, 2018, petitioner filed a petition to commence this case, asserting now wait, that... Now, wait a minute. You're the petitioner, so so say me when you come to the petitioner. Okay. Just say me when you come to respond it, say IRS. Go ahead. Will do. Okay, on January 5th, 2018, I, me, filed a petition to commence this case, asserting that... He never received notice of deficiency or notice of determination for tax years 1997 through 2017. On February 5th, 2018, IRS filed a motion to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction on the grounds that as to a notice of deficiency for the tax years 1997 through 2017 
and uh, uh, notice for just described tax years was issued to petitioner on January 5th, okay, now, 2009. Now, stop for a second. Where it said, IRS filed a motion to dismiss. Where is that filing? You have it. That's what triggered that. That's the power of all this. You have to call back to the tax court. Call back and say you want the motion that that, that generated the order and give them the docket number, and they will send it to you. Because so in that order, the IRS is saying, we don't have jurisdiction. We violated, and they tell you the, where they violate the law at. That's the power. Then you get the then you get your court order. Now those two together, they, that's where the power is. Now, when you when you, you and then you ask me who to send it to, you send it to the agents that are you're calling them rogue. You send it to them. Send it to their office. Uh, send it to the commissioner. The commissioner is the one that said they didn't have jurisdiction. That's what it says in that that document or that order that the IRS agent. Right. It's in there that it's in there that and they represent the commissioner. So they're they're telling you the commissioner said, and then see that's the highest guy and that's the highest guy at the IRS. That's what you do, and then you mail it to the offices. In other words, if they're out of, uh, if if the IRS agent's name is uh, Billy Bob and he's out of um, uh, Tallahassee, then you would send it to him, to Tallahassee, and to Tallahassee. In other words, you're going to send you're going to send two there, and then okay. if there's another one, you send it there, and and then if, but that's what we're doing here, and and it, it takes, and then guess what? If they don't move immediately, even though they should. Um, I, I go through a ream of paper real fast because I'm going to send it to them. I'm going to keep sending it to them until they until they act until they until they act on it. Yeah, well, that's what I needed help on. Basically, if you could, I don't know if no you could post some sample letters for all of us out there. Mm-hmm. Sample letters that you can create because uh, when it comes for me, it's uh, a dog barking without teeth. I mean, what difference is it going to make to them? In this case, what they're using is they're using in the tax court, they're using it as a sword. And once uh, in the collection area, they're using it as a shield. So they're using both of these documents, which is the order and the, uh, the IRS's response, uh, one of them they're using as a as a as a sword, and the other one as a shield, and they can't have it both ways. I mean, you know, were they lying then, or are they lying now that they didn't? There you go. And, and, all right. Okay, then that. But but you have to send out the letter first, and in the letter, it, it, it's if you read what it says, they'll give you an idea what to write. You have an order. Read the order. Put that. In, there's your letter, dear IRS agent. There and then just put in there, according to, uh, according to uh, the commissioner, see docket number so and so. He said you're doing it. See, there's your letter, and then yeah. and then mail it to then mail it to everybody with a copy of your your docket number. If the, okay. yeah, again, if I if there's some citations of some courts that would help or some okay. uh, some. Uh, I understand. Do you understand? Okay. Do you understand? I'm not an attorney. Yes. No, I understand okay. that, but 
All it right. would give us some source of guidance as to what to yeah. do with these orders. And it would also give them uh, guidance to my front door. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Just keeping keeping it anonymous and say, hey, well, this if, if uh-huh. you get this scenario, scenario A. If you get this other scenario, then you get scenario B, and so on and so forth. Yeah. I think uh, I think we're big boys here. We can decide as to what we can uh, take responsibility for, and not blame someone else for it. I simply want to be able to do my own due diligence and do my own research and find out exactly. How to respond to certain uh, orders or certain responses that they give you us? That we you don't have to. Order. All you have to do is take your court order, put it in an envelope, and mail it back. Put that in there along with the letter they just wrote. And mail it back. It tells it tells everything they need. So if you get a if you get a CP five hundred four, put take your take your court order, put it in put their in, in an envelope along with their CP five hundred four. Put it in there and mail it back. It's done. Don't sign nothing. Don't write nothing. You don't need nothing. It says it all right there. But wouldn't you think that the rogue IRS agents already have access to these court orders? They're just acting on their own anyway to try to uh, put feathers on their well, cap to try to get more money it, in their collections the, coffers? Well, they get they get commissions on it. So as long as they're commissioned people, they'll, it's going to happen. So you just have to send it to them. Right, you know, take your court order and mail it to them. So anyway, I don't know. In other words, you're going to take your court order and there it is. There's what you're going to write, and then put that in with it. How come he did this when it says you couldn't? And send it to him. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll try that and see what happens. I haven't done that yet. Right. Well, thank you very, very much, and I appreciate you coming and talking. Thank you. And uh, you can get in touch with us. If you want to do the? Uh, if you want to get your get a strategy to get your money back. All right. Thank you. Okay. If you got any questions, hit star two on your phone. Okay. Um, does anybody here? Other than the folks we talked to, do you have your court judgment? If so, hit star two. Have your court judgment. We're not asking you to tell us the um, docket number. We just want to know if you have one. Yes or no? I guess not. They're still working on it. There we go. Oh. Go ahead, Jeff. Hey there. Hey, hey there. Hello. Hi. All I've received, well, I don't have that uh, certified copy of it, but the tax mm-hmm. court in Detroit is right down on Woodward. And would I go in, can I go into that court there to get the uh, copies that I need? I'm going to say you can because they're all online together. You know, I'm sure you can. Oh, well, it's there. there, If you go buy a part from uh, Firestone, and then you and then you go to California. When you get to California, you want to buy the same part. They'll call it up, and it just you know, jiffy lubes that way. Anyway, no matter where you go, if they put my license plates, and no matter where I'm at, it pulls it up. So I would say Uh that. But it, you send it to the uh, you uh, you send it to the one in Washington D.C. 
you got it from that's where I would go get it. Not that you can't okay. get it there. I'm not, you know, I'm not that you can't get it there. But 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 I would, you know, in fact, go try it and let us know. That might that might save people a lot of hassle. Hey, Carrie. You know, yes. Uh-huh. Um, if if there's a local tax court near you, why not go to that one instead of the one in D.C.? We've tried to, that to too. You. Okay. Well, we've tried we've tried that, and now it can't could have changed. The what happened was the court said. Uh, you sent it to the wrong court, send it to Washington, D.C. That's why I put it together this way. Now, okay. but I've been doing it for a while. I'm not saying not to do that. That that may be uh, a way to get around some of this stuff, see. Mm. You know, maybe, maybe start trying that. Send it to the uh, the U.S. tax court. I don't know if every, but I don't know if every city has a tax court. I don't know that. I think so. See? I think it's regional. But, yeah. And and so yeah, you could do that. Okay. I'll have to get the docket number from them also. Okay, are you in front of a computer right now? I guess I guess there is a docket number on my paper. I looked it up the other night. I don't have it. All right. Okay. Well, if you put that docket number, it'll pull it right up on there, right? And see yeah. what you will do is is get the motion that the that the uh, that the uh, Commissioner wrote that 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 triggered that um, order from the court. You go online, then go to um, put your docket in there, and then you'll see it's got a white line, a blue line, a white line, a blue line. Read down there, and it's going to say motion from commissioner or from re- respondent uh, for lack of jur- uh, for dismissal. And then that's the one you want. You want that one also if you don't have it. And go ahead and get one. Get you know, get a couple of them, and then get one certified so that you have it, or a couple of them certified in case you need it. That way, when you start sending the stuff out, you'll you'll get it. But they'll send it to you. The tax court, the pl- same place that I went to to look up my yes. docket number. Yes. There you go. Yes. There's like three three yep. items right there, three right. things you can now, click on. Right. And if you, okay, and there's probably one you can't. Oh, yeah. It's the one that you can't, the one that you want. Oh. <laughs> Send them a letter with a docket number and have them. You can call the them cost. on the phone. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah well, the, cert, the certified, yeah, it'll cost you. It's about five pages, and it's going to cost you a dollar a page, so it's going to cost you five bucks. Mm-hmm. But they send it to you. Chances are you have it if you can find it in your packet yeah. that you sent out. Hmm. Do you have everything they sent back to you? Yeah, but I just got, uh, I don't remember getting five pages, just like one page. That's right. But, but the... The one that triggered that is the one they sent you. They may not have sent it to you, so you may have to go online and look for it. But it's the motion from the commissioner that told the court that they didn't have jurisdiction. That's what got you that. So those two together makes the right. makes the um, right makes it better. That way, when you send it to them, you have both. Does that make sense? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. 
All right. So you're from Detroit? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm from Michigan myself. Are you? <laughs> Originally, yeah, but 40 years ago. Oh. <laughs> so. I think I'll walk into the tax court in Detroit. Well, they, they gave me the, the address on Woodward Avenue. Yeah. And walk in and... Just ask them for it. That's fine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just pay right there for it. That's all good. You know, mm-hmm. tell them not to hold everything that's in there. I mean, it's, it, you know, that way you'll get everything. I mean, it, then you'll have what you need for sure. But anyway, but just go down there and ask them for it. And they will charge you a little something. But it's, believe me, uh, when, when you get this burden off of you, whatever they charge, it, it's worth it. Right, right. I agree. So, all right. Well, good luck to you. No problem. Thank you for being on. Thank you for being on. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Anybody else at star two to raise your hand, uh, ask a question. Star two, raise your hand. Okay, 770 area code, go ahead. Okay, you're just unmuted, go ahead. Okay, I have a question. Um, I have all my dismissal papers. I have, I got my judgment. It was dismissed October 31st. Um, my main question is, after I get my certified, I got my certified copy. Do I submit my stuff to the agent so it can zero out at the IRS? That's what I'm lost at right there. Okay, you're asking me a question that can't. There's no answer to. But you're gonna to have to start somewhere. See what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so, so, so if you send it out and they zero it out, beautiful. They did what they were supposed to. But you might right. have to send it out to to ten different places. What I'm saying right. is. Ultimately, that's what you're in, you're after. But what right. they will do is, okay, okay, that, I don't want you to sit there and say, yeah, and then you do it until it didn't work. Yeah. It, it, uh, that's like when you call your that's like when you call your dog. It doesn't always come back the first time. It eventually right. comes back, you know, but it doesn't always the first one. So, so that's what you want to do. You, and, and, and did you say you got some certified copies? Yeah, I got my certified copies of the. Yeah, I got that. Copy. I got my tax. Get, my, my tax lien was knocked off. I got that. Um. Yeah, I have all my stuff get, in order. And get copies of the certified. So, so if you need one and you call them, you may not get it fast enough. So, okay, so yeah, copy I have the certified. Okay, and then and use the copies. They'll and work mail just them fine. Yeah, that way. Well, right, right. In other words, if you have three copies and you need seven, what are you going to do? See, so you're going to have to use copies and just mail it to the agent. But let me also recommend, this is what I do. This is what I'm doing. I'll put a letter on there, you know, dear agent. uh, This is to inform you and you write your letter. And then I Mm -hmm. always put in there, uh, see the highlighted copy for your convenience. And I highlight (laughs) the copy just, see, Read the see see read the highlighted uh, uh, read the highlighted motion or letter or whatever you want to call it 
you know, uh-huh. read the highlighted uh, document highlighted for your convenience. And then I okay. put that with it. And, and for some reason, when we started highlighting it, it works a little better. It's kind of like it focuses their eyes, you know. They'll, they'll uh-huh. turn and they'll look at it. So, so right. that's what we're, okay, that's what we're doing. And, um, and then when you do it right, you know, just send them out, you know, send them out wherever you think, anywhere that you've gotten a letter from or anywhere you can think of, send it out. All it takes okay. is one of, one of them to flip the switch. See, if you send 10 of them out, you got, you got 10 times the chances. Okay. All right. I got you. All right. And one more. Um, and after you're submitted, like that, does that make everything? How about, like, how do I go about getting my money back? It just fall into place after that, like the tax lien did. That did it on its own. Oh. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, no, no. Once you get it all, then you can. There's a there's a court that you can go to that they will give you your money back. Well, they can't give you money oh. back. They'll give you, a ju- they'll give you a judgment like the like the tax court did, and then you take mm-hmm. the judgment and send it in, and then they'll get you a check. So there's, oh. there, there, I'm, working on that, I'm working on that process now, and we've got several okay, I got test you. cases out, and we've got, okay. um, they're, ca- they're calling us, so, you know, we're, anyways, does that make sense? Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. That well, if you want to do okay. that, uh, you can contact contact me through the website. Okay. All right. All righty. Thank you. you know, that, that, that's uh, youhavetheright.com. Right. I got it. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? Star two to raise your hand. Don't be shy. 714 area code. Go ahead. Hi there. Um, Carrie, the skip the money back process is only for those who've had liens or levies, correct? It's not just for someone who's paid the past 17 years that didn't realize. Okay, now I'm I'm going to ask you, I'm going to let you answer that by asking you this. If they didn't have jurisdiction, How could they have done anything? They couldn't, but they would probably Bingo. say you signed it, therefore you volunteered and consented. Okay. It doesn't matter whether you did. Let me ask you a question now. I want you to think about this. If I buy your marriage license at a garage sale, who are you married to? Not to you. <laughs> Why not? I, got, I have the... I have the, I have the uh, I have the uh, marriage license. You lost it. You deliberately lost it. You knew leaving it there, you were going to lose it. Now that I have it, why are you not my wife? Well, unless it's a bearer bond. Um. <laughs> See, that's the same thing. <laughs> I'm not. If they don't have yeah. jurisdiction, I don't have jurisdiction. The reason that would be the reason you're not married to me, because I don't have jurisdiction. Just because I got a piece of paper, don't give you nothing. Even if I sign it, it doesn't matter. See, the, is it, there a signing limitation? it on fraud? No. 
Um, okay, because it, you would say I signed it because I was at gunpoint. You wouldn't tell them you signed it. Why, why? You don't have to tell them you signed it. That's not what it's about. You have a court document that says they didn't have jurisdiction. You're going to go to the court and say they didn't have jurisdiction, but they took my money. See? Okay. Then turn it okay. in. And let the judge. Then let the judge make the ruling. It's not. It's not what you did. I don't know how many times. You, it's not about you. It makes no difference right. about you. What? Okay. So if you sign, if you signed it ten times, it's not about you. It doesn't matter whether it's about them. If they broke the law, it's broken. See, no matter what you okay. think or how I think, that's irrelevant. What kind of court does that go into? Is it small claims? I'm not, well, it... well, I'll tell you. Uh, it, you you get a hold of Tad. If I tell you, um, uh, it'll, it, it won't do you any good because um, I, 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 I've just read the thing and just happened. Things just jumped out at me and I started doing it. And so it's, okay. um, it, it's, just, it's just a process I've come up with. Okay. Thank enough. you. You bet. Okay. Thank you. And then um, regarding the gentleman that was asking, you know, how do you stop administration? I just wanted to bring up something that I did, which is send them just a one, well, it's a couple sentences, paragraph to the IRS, asking them, please update my master file to indicate I'm a non-decedent, according to their IRS manual, 21.7.13.3.2.2, which says in their manual, an infant is the decedent of an estate or grantor, owner or truster of a trust, guardianship, receivership, or custodianship that is yet to receive an SSM. And basically it says, here's the documents that prove that, that you require as proof. I'm a non, non-decedent. Please update my file to indicate yep. non-decedent. You can put your driver's license, birth certificate, social security card. And then some people are adding a proof of life document that um, they have, you know, you sign it with a red thumbprint, prove you're living, and you have a couple of witnesses that say, yeah, they're living, they're before me, they red thumbprint it, send that in, and tells them to stop administrating your estate. And that is found under Corpus Juris Secundum, section 16, page 892, where they say the fact of death Death of the person on whose estate administration is sought is a jurisdiction requisite. And while the presumption of death arising from absence, your absence, so to speak, I'm not saying you're alive, may present a prima facie case sufficient to warrant a grant of administration, yet if it is subsequently developed that such person was in fact alive, the administration is void. And so okay. some people that, are sending that, in a proof of life with that and saying, stop administrating my name, my estate, social security number, and, you know, noticing 22 agencies. And they, they mm-hmm. sent me back. We have updated your file and all the law enforcement agencies right. <laughs> basically well, in the nation. And it's supposed to well, help with IRS, with court, and with traveling. Right. Well, the thing is, 
we I don't get into all that, but I'm glad you brought that I up. I know you don't. If you get, leave your yeah. leave your no 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 leave your uh, email with Tad. If somebody calls in and wants to get a hold of you, and you don't mind, we'll pass it on to them. But what we're trying to do is get the IRS off from hounding you. That's all we're doing. But what you're doing, that, saying uh, that's perfect. I I I it's great. But that's really not it's just what, an adjunct, right. maybe, right. to what you're doing. And right. have you, there you, have go. you there also you go. noticed? Add, have you also on. noticed that's that uh, Congress and Trump may have provided us the ultimate tax remedy hidden in that? Yes. I think it's HR one in December seventeenth. Yep. Time. <laughs> yep. No longer just by the Sixteenth Amendment anymore. It doesn't even mention it in there. They're going by the Constitution, Article One, Section Eight, Clause One, which See, all of our labor right. is not to be taxed. It's beautiful. So yep, going geez. forward, we have lots of hope, people. We do. We do. Um, Taking care do. of the past. Do what Carrie's doing. Right. <laughs> so, all right, that's all. Thank you very much. Uh, oh no, thank you, thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. you. All right. Any more questions, folks? Star two on your phone. Star two. Star two D (laughs) two. I'll tell you, there's some smart. There's some smart people out there. I'll tell you that. Yeah. If we all put our brain, if we all put our brain power together, I'll tell you what. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, we would just be better off than we are than what we're doing. But anyway, there's like that lady there. She's pretty smart. I, I mean, I got. She's pretty. She, she's way over me. But uh, uh, anyway, I th- Jeff you know, has another those, question. So he's. You get one a night. Oh, Jeff, we're sorry. I'm kidding. You only get Jeff, one a night. <laughs> Oh, yeah, go geez. ahead. <laughs> but if you pay oh, the man. fee, we'll let you in anyway. I've already yeah. paid. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My brother is scared of scared of the IRS. He's a younger brother than me, right? But I want to I want to get this going for him. How smoothly is this road right now? Because uh, it's smooth. Went pretty quick for me. I mean, well, then it'll do the same right now. It might be a little slower because we got more going. But uh, oh, you I know, see. You know, it's taking a little longer now. But that's because when you did yours, there was probably only a couple here and a couple there. Now it ain't like that anymore. Right. Hmm. So he's going to ask me a bunch of all questions. Good. Hey, let's well, get it. Good. Let's get it done. Yep, get it done for your brother and just have him sign it. Don't sign it for him just because if 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 it hits the fan, you don't want to have to defend it. So you know, right. fill it out and see if you can get him to sign it. That way, you know, it's it's you know, talk to him anyway. That that's just my opinion. Okay. All right, All right Jeff. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Thank, thank, you. thank yep. you. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, what time is hey, it? Hold on. I'll see why I get so frustrated with this thing. All right, I guess that'll do it. I Looks appreciate like it very much for, for being here.
And thank you to, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. We got uh, somebody from Oregon. I think it's Beryl. Beryl, go ahead. Yes, thank you, Tad. It is Beryl. The woman that was just on there, I would sure like to connect with her because I've done that, have that same procedure. And it's basically no jurisdiction. That's why it fits so well with what you're doing, Carrie. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. Um, it's um, the, there's another aspect to it, though, that uh, I think fully supports that. And I've prepared, you know, my labels, preparing my labels and everything. And that's to use prepaid mail, which says you're non-domestic, you're outside without the United States. You don't pay for any of that because all of that's very expensive to send. You have to send them in uh, the large 9 by 12 envelopes, and you have to send them to at least 26 because you send them also to the governor, AG, and secretary of state where you are and where you were born or any place you have property. So that is added on to all the other agencies. When you send certified mail return receipt requested, that gets pretty expensive. But because we are not really claiming to be under um, uh, citizens of Washington, D.C., that is United States citizens, then I have, I've done all the research myself and I've put my labels together and uh, where it gives them right there on the code, and the post offices have to mail them with no fee, no charge whatsoever. It falls under the U, um, uh, United Postal Union and under um, uh, public laws of the United States and the United States Code. And I have all those referenced as well as um, under Title 18. There's a lot of the postal, um, uh, there's a lot of crimes that the post, I, uh, the USPS or post office can commit the clerks and stuff if they require postage that's not lawfully due. So that's just another aspect of it. And the reason I mention that is because I think once these are sent out also um, by prepaid mail by the claim that they don't, you know, you're outside their, their payment system, that that's in itself a strong uh, declaration, so to speak, of um, of them not having jurisdiction over you. See, as uh, a that might be agent. a good that might be a good way to start mailing stuff because we got we've got to stop them. We got to break them somehow. I like that. Now, if you don't have any problem with it, if you can maybe uh, email or get. Go to go to the I website. I already have your contact, Terry. I have to get you okay. some other information I would like, as well. Right. I, I'd and like I to know more about that. You. Oh, Thank okay. You, I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like to know more about that because um, I'll start. Ma- I'll start mailing more than I do now. Yeah, that, it, it it just completely liberates people. It it's right. taken me. Uh, almost a year to get mine out because I didn't. You have to mail them all at the same time, and I didn't have yeah. the money uh, to do it right. all yeah. at the same time. So, yep. uh, so I decided well, to go this route and make it available to everybody else. They can then I get yeah. my costs back on Friday because <laughs> it takes it. a long time. It's taken. It has taken a lot of work and rework to make those to do the research for the labels to make the labels 
and then to get them all to the different sizes so you don't write out anything except a signature across the um, the foreign office of return. And that's, of course, you with your initials on it and maybe a thumbprint across it, across the ECU label. Yep, well, I love it. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I love it. All it's right. good. Thank you. And uh, Okay. I'll get it to you as well as I'm, I'm still looking, um, trying to make contact with the printer for your book. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you, Chad and Carrie. Thank you so much. Carrie, I have a question. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Somebody else has a question, but I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you for sending the uh, petition in again. And uh, this time right on the top of it, file on demand. Okay. I've never done that. But if it works, man, we... We'll, we'll open the we'll open the floodgates for them again. Well, I mean it's because the last one I sent in didn't even show up, so mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do it again. And I was also thinking of putting in. Uh, so if you pay the sixty dollars, you're you're paying for the administrative administrative side of the court, right? That's just what happens. I don't know if you're paying for it, but that's right. just okay, what happens. Right, okay, you're getting, you're getting the administrative side of the court. What's the other side of the court call, called? Well, I would think, I don't know, the law side. Or the, what, do you, what is it? Uh, hold on. Uh, what is the 20, Title 27 is the, uh, what, what are they? They're the, um, um, oh, it's administrative and what's the E, e agent? Enforcement. enforcement. You're going to get you're going to get the enforcement side. I guess. I mean, no, 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 I don't, see what I, I was thinking of. I was thinking of putting in um, a demand, not a motion, not a petition, but a demand right. to go with the petition that says demand for proceedings at law. There you go. That would work because because um, you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay a filing fee. Uh, because I pay them, I pay them when I when I appeal something, I pay it. That it just it it just goes through faster, and uh, it goes through, and I don't have to you know argue with them. But if you want to do a pulpris, do a pulpris because that if they accept it, that's the same as paying. So that's why you can't do a pulpris. Well, what you're saying is, and I had uh, somebody I know who's who's an attorney also say that if you pay for it, then you're getting the administrative side of the court. Yes. Yes. So, I don't know what the other side's called. I guess that was a big, a long, uh, it was a long-winded answer for I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay then. All right, uh, we got somebody. Oh, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. I'll believe it. It is. It is stacking up. We got a bunch of people. Six oh three area code. Go ahead. Hi, my name. Hi, I'm uh, one of the people in New Hampshire. I'm a New Hampshire state citizen. I uh, okay. never been on the call, and I've been looking for like-minded okay. people. Um, are you guys just speaking of IRS, or are you guys discussing about who you are and where you are? 
hey, it's not about you. I don't even talk about that. I tell everybody it's not about you. It has nothing to, it has nothing to do with you. And it has nothing to do with you being a citizen of or not a citizen of. It has nothing to do with that. What it has so to I do with, it has to do Tonight's subject is about IRS issues. And, and every right. time we have carry-on, uh, we talk I'm about sorry. IRS I, tax I court. Right. Yeah, so do you and do you have other calls and are you just focused on subject matter? Uh, we do from time to time, yes. We we have other calls uh, with other speakers about other subjects and uh, all of those are archived here at Talkshow or or you could go to youhavetheright.com and have the same calls. Well, no, some of them some of them are archived by subject, but I don't have all the calls here at the website. You can also check out youhavetheright.com. So every, every week you talk specifically about IRS issues only? Uh, currently, yes. Okay. All right. Well, I don't mean to take you off subject. Thank oh, you so right. much. Right, thank you. Um, hold on, Burrell. Is that it? No. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I think Varil has a question. I think she's going to say something profound as soon as I can find her. There we go. Okay, thank you. Um, no, I wanted to ask, there was a, um, one of the earlier callers recently here, you just, there was a third step mentioned, and it wasn't the, um, and I'd like to know again what that was, because I, I wasn't, my pen wasn't writing right, and so I, I, I couldn't complete my notes. It was... <clears throat> um, to get your money. You send a letter, you yeah, get your order. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the money, but there was... Um, but there's a step else. in between that. There's a court you go to to get your, to get your um, um, judgment. Get your certified company. Okay, yeah, I you get, a, that. you get a judgment, and then you take the judgment, and, and then you take the judgment and go to the treasury. The treasury. Yeah, that's who okay. pays all the bills. That's who pays all the bills. Have you ever filled an yeah. IRS? Have you ever filled out a 1040 ever in your life? Oh, yeah. Okay. Have you ever overpaid? That's okay. Have you ever overpaid and got a refund check from the IRS for the overage? Yes. No, you haven't? Well, no, because it wasn't illegal. I didn't know it at the time. But doesn't matter. You didn't, you didn't, they had you no didn't get the money from They had no jurisdiction to get it in the first place. That's so correct. Therefore, you never it got it. No, it wasn't. No, it was from the Treasury. No, it wasn't from the I. Wait a minute. No. Let me think here. That's what, the refund no, check. The refund check. The refund check. The refund check that anybody gets, the refund check comes from the Treasury. That's part of the why I came up with all this stuff. I'm I'm very I'm good at connecting the dots. So when you start to run it, I ran it backwards. If you fill out a 1040 and you paid in 10,000, you fill out a 1040 and you and and that you're only supposed to pay 5,000. You put it in an envelope and you mail it to the IRS. The $5,000 that they owe you does not come from the IRS. It comes from the Treasury. So here, so my question was to myself, if I go to Goodyear and have a front-end alignment and went to Firestone and paid them, 
that doesn't make sense. I can't, I still can't understand that. And because it worked that way, I started, that's how I started looking. Because if I, if I send my money from my check and the IRS takes it, they take too much. Why doesn't the IRS give it back to me? Okay. To me, if I buy some Kroger's, so the, the answer is I got my money back from the treasury. So I, so I started there and worked my way back. That's how I came up with the It tells you to make mm-hmm. your checks payable to the United States Treasury, not the IRS. That's right, but the IRS takes my money. See, I have a. I, I can't. I, that do, see that do, that doesn't well, wait a minute. with me. If you if they tell you if the IRS tells you to make a check to the Treasury, is that what you said, Ted? Yeah, everything goes through the treasury. When you you never make your payments to the IRS, you make them to the. Okay. It, it reads on the so form says make checks payable to U, U.S. Treasury. Yes, Treasury. Okay, so the IRS is the collection agency. So then they follow yeah, their collection agency rules. There you go. And see, I backed into that, so I started looking back. If that's the case, then what, what is it? What is it doing? I also went to um, uh, uh, what is it? Hold it. Um, I I want to hear that. Oh, never mind. Okay, collection agency, you went to predatory what? Predatory lending. And, and then started looking uh-huh. back. Went to, and, started, and I started reading the, 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 the fine print. And in the fine print uh, is where I thought, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. So I backed up. Uh, then I read uh, I read uh, uh, the um, uh, generally accepted accounting principles GAAP. All of a sudden, I'm way out in left field somewhere. So what's happening is one plus one is four, minus two is nine. See that, but that doesn't compute with me. And that's what that's how this whole thing started. The IRS takes my money, the Treasury repays it. If I owe money to the IRS, I write the check to the Treasury. See, I can't get my arms around that. So I started backwards. I said, okay, how does the Treasury tie into this? How does the IRS tie into this? Then it, it backed me into that uh, Form 2 to go to the, um, to the tax court. All right. uh, does that make – I hope that made, made sense. Did it? For real? Okay. I think all that noise you heard, yeah. I think, was coming from her phone. Okay. Well, I'll say, I don't know. It's not coming from mine, I don't think. It could be. Oh, the next person we're going to talk to left. Oh, there we go. Okay. So now what, what was the last? I'm sorry. I had someone knocking at my door, and I had to go answer because I have no heat in my house, and it's 48 degrees in here, and they're coming to fix the furnace, <laughs> or at least help. All right. Well, I'll me. tell you what. Um, we do have somebody else that's, uh, if you want to go take care of that, we've got somebody else that has their hand raised. For real? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I, I told them to go ahead and do what they needed to do. I was, an on, I was on an important call. Okay. So, so I think I got some of it. I can re-listen to this part of the call. Can you tell me what, the, what point we are on the call, Ted, so I can, Ted, so I can go listen to Almost an Listen. hour. Okay, thank you. So about 60 minutes. Around there. 
All right, Merrill, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so hold on. Hold on. 828 area code, go ahead. Hey, Chad. Hey, Carrie. How are you? Hey. I'm well. How are you? Man, I'm really, really good. Who is this? This is Tori. Man, all right. How you doing? <laughs> all right, all right. I got your email today. <laughs> That was a nice little victory in my pocket yesterday. I felt really yeah, good about yes, that. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was. Uh, how did you do that? You want to? You want to tell them? Or, I'm not talking. Absolutely. Me, okay, never mind. I was going to say I don't want to it, try to t- t- make you do something if, if that's not what you're called for. But yeah, oh, if you no, share that. No, with, no. If you I actually, share that with actually, them. I, I did. I did want to answer y'all's question a little while ago. I I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that um, when you pay the fee it's on the administrative side and when it's not when you don't yeah. it's the judicial side ah. where they have to do what we pay them right. to do okay that's, care of what, us. that's that's the word i was looking for <laughs> so judicial man right. for judicial proceedings yes there you go so, so yes. would i put that on the petition or would i put it on a separate um document no, you can put it right on the motion. Sounds good for, to put uh, it right on the petition. Yeah, the, right on the document. Yeah, okay. petition. Yeah. Yeah. Demand, right on there. Demand for judicial proceedings. There it yes. is. Boom, judicial. I'm glad okay, you, I got it right. Well. Tonight. I'm going to send this out tomorrow. Tori, can you contact me again? Yes, I website? will. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I'm so, so glad I called with you. Thank you. Yeah. Demand for hey. what? Judicial proceedings. All right. So yesterday, you guys, I went to traffic court. I have had an opportunity to be in the face of the judge before in a small little Georgia court telling him three times I didn't understand, and then he dismissed everything by never sending me a, a notice to appear before a, a jury. And when I called the court, you know, there was like, oh, we don't have a docket for you ever being here. We don't have any record of you being in court in six months or whatever. So I got a traffic citation in May of this year, and I got on this call at the end of June for the very first time, and all this jurisdictional stuff kept coming up. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I've followed so many people, and I've gotten into so much trouble, and I've spent so much money, and now all of my salary is being garnished. and. God. And a really good friend of mine in Atlanta said, hey, you got to check out this email, follow this call. Tad's a great guy. He's got this guy on there. He'll help you with all your stuff. I was like, yay. So I'm, I'm on my sixth petition now to the United States Tax Court, and I don't have anything filed yet. There's no docket inquiry for me to look at for the paperwork right. that they currently have had in their possession for the last three and a half weeks, because I did okay, get a signature card back. Good. Let's get back to your your story. So the court case. <laughs> yes. Um, jurisdiction, jurisdiction, jurisdiction. I've listened to these calls over and over and over again. I got on your other call, and I keep listening and listening and listening, and it's like you know what? 
you, you just don't need to listen to anybody else. You just need to do this thing. So on the 1st of November, I sent the traffic court a second letter, and I said, my intention is to be in court on the 28th as prescribed by the continuance. My citation number is XYZ. I plan on challenging jurisdiction. I will be asking for copies of your sworn oaths of office. I will be asking for copies of the surety bonds of the police officer who stopped me, the prosecutor who is um, oppressing me, and I didn't say that, and the judge sitting on the bench. And I will be asking for your bar cards and your badge numbers because I know that a traffic citation is not a criminal or a civil offense and that there was no probable cause for the police officer to have stopped me that day. There is no first-hand material fact witness that I caused injury to, so I will be challenging the court's jurisdiction. And then I cited something from a Supreme Court law page that's got like 13 points on it, why we can travel freely in this country. And then this was my third time in court, and I have read the pocket editions of the Bill of Rights and and the Constitution every single time I'm in there. And I sit up straight, and I stand up when I'm told to. And yesterday, they called roll. I stood up. It's getting ready for lunch. Nothing's going on with me. I'm watching this railroad happen that's just, oh, it was painful to witness. And at about 1230, the lady came in from this off door behind the clerk of court and stood up to the little half wall that separates you from all of them and calls my name and I stepped up and she's talking really quietly. And she purposefully lays a piece of paper on the top of this wall and on it is a handwritten word, sovereign. And then she starts to look at this other paper that's in her hand and she says to me, Your driving record is clean. The police officer said that you were cordial when he stopped you. The state is going to dismiss your case today. And I said, thank you very much. You have a lovely day. (laughs) And I walked out. Congratulations. Well, let me tell you, when I was in there in July, after having sent a letter letting them know that they didn't have jurisdiction and, and all this, when I challenged it, the first time, to get a continuance if she wasn't going to dismiss it. She looked at me, the ADA, looked at me and said, I have no intentions of dismissing this case. She did not even speak to me yesterday, nor did the judge, nor did the COC. So I thought that was very interesting. Someone other than the three of them approached me. So, yeah, thanks for letting me share that. It's I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> I was so jacked up, so excited. That was yesterday? Yes. (laughs) Right on. So it pays to be cordial. Yes. Yes. It does. And that's the thing that I've learned over the years, you know? If you don't act like a twister, just do your thing, you (laughs) will get your day in court. You just got to know that you got to go. Ooh, that's a good tagline. (laughs) You got to know you got to go because you got to stand up for yourself. There were people that were paying lawyers hundreds of dollars yesterday to do nothing more 
than represent them in a traffic case where they ended up having to pay it anyway. Right. And now What's their insurance the rates are going to go up. I'm sure the commissioner, the insurance commissioner for the state, is in bed with them. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because they didn't have any defensive driving classes in this state until about three years ago. What does that tell you? So if you can, Tori, uh, contact me again through the website. That's a great testimonial, by the way. Absolutely, and I will send you a redacted copy of that letter that I sent to the court. <laughs> okay, that'd be cool. Yeah, thanks, guys. And thank you. I appreciate so, you. Uh, Jurisdiction uh, rules. <laughs> demand for judicial proceedings. Yes. Judicial proceedings. Wait a minute. Did I say that right? I think so. Judicial? Judi yes. Yeah, it's judicial. Okay, awesome. All right, well, thanks for sharing that, and I think we're going to go ahead and, and close down the call now. So um, I look forward to talking to you again. And Carrie? Carrie? Yes, I'm here. I think, I'm here. I'm here. I think Carrie fell asleep. No, before you go, i got to tell you what happened real quick. Oh, okay. my wife, My wife got a um, letter in the mail that she has... Um, jury duty they found out who she was and they texted her they called her on the phone and they emailed her you've been pulled we don't we don't want you <laughs> well i gotta tell you okay now that you said that uh -huh. um, years ago i did a tim turner negative of vermin you know anything about tim turner it was in a court case you know i mean kind of kind of a spectacle and then they closed the court case and everything. And then shortly after that, I was uh, called in for jury duty. And they they came and told us with a, a great authority, no one is getting out of jury duty. We need all jurors. We are behind on cases. And so they divided everybody up into groups of 12. This group over here, this group over that, this group right here. Then they come back to my group, which is the last group of 12, and they say, okay, you six on the back, so go sit over there. Okay, this six over here, yeah, you're dismissed. Take care. <laughs> yep. But my wife was, that was actually assigned. My wife was assigned to jury duty. <laughs> That would be great. I mean, don't they give you a chance to ask questions? You know, do you know, like know. when you're in the court and the judge is there and they're, you know, trying to find out more more about you. You have a right to ask questions, right? Well, they give you the opportunity anyway, right? Right. Uh, yes, uh, I have a question. Right. Uh, does the court have a any kind of a undisclosed financial interest in the proceedings in these cases? I know. I no, hear one I just more word out of you. I'll find you contempt. Now get out of here. Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was funny that they called her, emailed her, and texted her. They wanted to make damn sure she didn't show up. Yep. The only thing they didn't do is send a process server. Yeah. <laughs> well, that may come tomorrow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I think that's going to do it. Everybody, thank you very much. Good night. For being here, but good night. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.